Welcome to Countdown to Kickoff here on WAER. Across the 10 to the 5, still on his feet, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Syracuse. Battle, straightaway free, sinks it. Tyus Battle is 5 for 5. The freshman is on fire. Pass in front to Evans. Oh, what a shot and a goal. Behind the back by Jordan Evans. Welcome back to the double overtime here on WAER. The greatest stories from America's greatest college sports station. It's time for the best of WAER Sports Podcast. This week, we've got a double dose of college lacrosse. First up, with a key injury to the defense, Syracuse men's lacrosse now realizes that depth is just as important as top-end talent. WAER's Jonathan Hoppe shows us why, if you didn't know the name Grant Murphy before the start of the season, you certainly do now. Tyson Bonberry, Lucas Quinn, both out with injuries. Now, we don't know the severity of either injury. Both are upper body injuries, but a big loss on the defensive side for Syracuse, especially with Tyson Bonberry being out. No Tyson Bonberry, no problem. Just look up at the scoreboard. It's only three goals for Army so far, and credit that to the play of Brett Kennedy and Grant Murphy. They have stepped up big time in place of Bonberry, and they've looked fantastic. Honestly, we're doing pretty well. I mean, as you can see against Army, Grant Murphy was a good filling guy. He, he, He played really well that game, but Tyson's doing really well. Nick Mellon, Tyson Bomberry, and Marcus Cunningham. Those are the three starting defensemen for Syracuse. When Bomberry didn't play against Army, the group's depth was on full display. It looks like it's going to be Grant Murphy who's going to start in place of Tyson Bomberry in the Syracuse defensive zone. That's going to be a difference maker there for Syracuse. Now, Grant Murphy doesn't usually start. He started at defense today because Tyson Bomberry was out with an upper body injury. He played very well. Murphy's a 6'2", 200-pound sophomore from Woodlands, Texas. He's one of many options Coach John Desco has at Depot. Well, Grant Murphy did a really nice job in there. He's a very uh, smart defenseman. We've used him at short stick this year. It shows his adaptability to play different positions, and uh, he's good within the package. Nick Mellon anchors the defense and is widely considered one of the best defenders in the nation. This is a week to week, so it's like we can't, we don't have a lot of time to sit, sit back and think about it, you know. So we got, we got to move forward. Guys got to step up. It's the business. The point here is very simple. If Syracuse defenders go down, they've got options. And, you know, one of the biggest points our coach was harping on was that, you know, we have a lot of guys that have played college across for a couple of years now and that that could help us, you know, get those younger guys on board with some of the things we're learning. But I think there's experience in, you know, with the game of lacrosse at this level is going to be huge for us later on this season. The Syracuse defense is experienced, deep, and dynamic, but let's not forget about the man between the pipes. Quick pass for Casey in front now. McComer, left-handed sidewinder, saved by Drake Porter, a ground ball pickup from Marcus Cunningham, flips it forward on the clear, and Magnin clears for the orange. Porter saves it, point-blank range. That was on the doorstep. Oh my goodness, Duncan Hoskinson, the senior, had a great look, but he couldn't find it over the tall porter. Casey gets a screen from Nanticoke behind the cage, behind the back pass for Ron John. Now behind the cage for Nanticoke, tries to dance inside, back down a defender, rips a shot behind his back, saved by Drake Porter. Broken record, broken record, save, save, save. Now Brett Kennedy with a long stick, clears it over the timeline. Behind any good defense is a great goalie, or in front of any good goalie is a great defense. 
starting from our goalies up, like, you know, I, I mean, Drake's the guy right now, but I mean, we got guys that can step in um, defensively, as you can see. One of us goes down, Murphy, Helmer, they're both solid, close D that we can step up. Whatever the case may be, I don't think anyone cares on the Syracuse team right now. They've held ranked opponents to under 10 goals in back-to-back -back weeks. To put that in some context, it only happened once last year in 11 tries. Syracuse, a program that's been around for more than 100 years, reaches a new milestone, the 900th win in program history, a 10-6 victory over Notre Dame. As of this week, Syracuse is seventh in the nation in goals allowed at just over eight per game. The only ACC school in front of them, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Those teams meet later in March. For now, though, Syracuse should be satisfied with its defensive start. Jonathan Hoppy, WAER Sports. When we think about the importance of recruiting success, we all know that Jim Beheim and Dino Babers are doing an excellent job. But that shouldn't overshadow the job that John Desco has done to add freshman talent to the men's lacrosse team. WAER's Tim Leonard tells us about one of those talented freshmen in local product Griffin Cook. Griffin Cook, out of, you know, an All-American out of high school, Under Armour guy, has come in and, and fit in very nicely. Uh, has understood the offense uh, really quickly. Uh, performs well. He's one of the guys, one of the better guys out there with both hands. So that uh, the ability to put him out there and let him play in two positions uh, on the left side or the right side is going to help him get him. Now back at expert Griffin Cook. Tries to use his size to his advantage. Walled off, spin move. He's got a chance in the crease. Inside, shoots, and he scores! Griffin Cook, the All-American from Jamesville to win scores. You can hear it from the crowd. His first goal for Syracuse. Amazing to finally get the first one on the belt. Hopefully now things just start coming a little more naturally. I don't have to try and force anything. Last week, local product Griffin Cook knocked off a major milestone. He scored his first career goal, a third quarter crease dive that went viral in the process. It was kind of crazy, like in the moment, didn't really realize what happened, and then I saw the replay when I got home, and I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Cook was the highest rated recruit in the 2018 class for Syracuse. He grew up right nearby and played high school ball for Jamesville DeWitt. It's kind of surreal, you know, I've been looking forward to this my whole life, and I'm just really happy to finally be here. And I think the dream started when I was in preschool, because one of my teachers was actually a player on the team, Sean Lindsay. But then when I realized it might be a real possibility, it was probably just all the years coming to SU camp. From going to camp to hanging out with some of the players that knew his neighbors to watching games as a young kid, he's always seen himself in orange. Kind of just the style they played here, just kind of like you free, you can do whatever you want as long as it goes in the back of the net, kind of up and down, fast paced. A lot of national championships, the Powell, Mikey Powell's flip, that was a pretty cool moment. Stuff like that, you know, coming to all the games with my family and the tailgates before and after. Now that Cook is a freshman, the task has changed from making it to his dream school to making plays to help his dream school win. Griffin has adjusted uh, extremely well uh, and very quickly. He's uh, picked up the offense and, and the rides. He's actually played two positions for us, attack and midfield. 
which is an awful lot to ask of somebody to uh, learn both positions, especially so early in their career. But I think he's uh, done a great job with it, and he's been a he's been a bright spot uh, as far as our offense is concerned. You know, it's a lot faster. Everybody makes decisions a lot quicker, so you kind of got to play a lot smarter. Can't really mess around on the field as much as you could in high school, but it's been fun. To help him get used to that added speed, he's leaned on some upperclassmen. Brad Voigt, Stephen Rafis, Nate Solomon have had a big impact on me. Just uh, like whether it's like in practice or off the field, just talking to me and really taking me in, taking me under their wing and showing me the ropes. But he's not just learning from the starting attack. Another guy would have to be uh, Brad McKinney, because he's always just the nice guy in the background. He's not really in the stat book, but and he's hurt now, but he's always still just staying positive, trying to do what's best for the team, you know, keep everybody's mind in the right place. You take one look at Griffin Cook, and he doesn't scream lacrosse player. In fact, he's far from it. The Under Armour All-American stands just 5 feet 7 inches tall on a good day. That makes him the smallest player on the SU roster. I like being small. I think it makes it a little tougher for the big defensemen to try and get low with me. And also, you know, when they're throwing slap checks, hitting me in the head most of the time because they're used to throwing it on bigger guys. So draw a couple penalties, help the team out. It's always been a dream to play for his hometown Orange. And now, despite his size, Cook is proving the doubters wrong. A few people would say you're too small, but, you know, that's kind of just added fuel to the fire, you know, a little bit more motivation. Thanks for listening to the best of WAER Sports Podcast. Find a full broadcast schedule at our website, waer.org. Follow us on Twitter and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for automatic delivery of new episodes. Just search for WAER Sports.